You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money, brought to you by Brentos Wealth. And today I'm speaking to Aaron Ruttenberg from Brentos Wealth in Johannesburg. And uh, Aaron, you wrote a piece, actually, you know what, it was three, maybe even nearly four years ago now, 2017. And the, the title of the piece was The Best Investment Lies Between Your Ears. But you believe that this is still relevant today. Good afternoon, Lindsay, and good afternoon to your listeners. Absolutely, you. I do. Um, you know, one thing that does not change in the investment world is an investor's mindset. Um, and with it being the new year, I would think that this is the best piece to have sent you um, and the article I wrote because it's always timeless. One needs to remember that at the beginning of the year, you know, when you make New Year's resolutions, whether it's to you know go to the gym or get fit or read books, whatever the reason is, um, you know, you need to also have that same, you know, what we call disciplined approach when it comes to investing and having that same New Year's resolution, if you call it, for, for your investment strategy. Okay, what was the basis of your methodology when approaching this particular subject? Because you said since 1994, Dalbar's quantitative analysis of investor behavior has measured the effects of investors' decisions to buy, sell, and switch in and out of mutual funds. So that's a very good start. So what that tells me is that you're sort of saying, don't switch, stick to your principles and stay in for the long term. Otherwise, your returns are are lost very easily, even though it's seemingly uh, a switch here and a switch there isn't that important but in the end it turns out to be terribly important absolutely and that's why i released the article that's why i sent you the article for the beginning of the year um you know discipline and willpower is what an investor needs to maintain their investment strategy in line with their goals and their objectives you know and that means to be particularly focused on that strategy not switch not change, just stick to your strategy. And we, as we saw last year, obviously, we're all so happy that last year is over. But if it taught us one thing from March, is that if you maintained your investment strategy and never switched out, one would have reaped the benefits. Yes, there is a, a caveat. We're going to get to the the key findings of the Dalbar report of, of the past 20 years. But there is one thing that certain people would say to you, and quite rightly so, that there are certain stocks on the JSC that if you'd have stuck with, without switching, without changing, without selling, would have yielded um, negative results. And you know the companies I'm talking about. So they, yes. occasionally you have to take some action. You can't just stick with it for the sake of sticking with it. Absolutely. Um, and that's why, as you probably know from a couple of the podcasts we do with you, is that we like to take a global approach to investing. We believe in the global prospect, not just the South African prospect, because one, as an investor who invests just in South Africa, um, is betting on one country. Just like remaining diversified across a number of companies, one needs to remain diversified across a number of countries. Um, it's the same concept. Um, one's One's best or one of the top investment professionals, as we know, Warren Buffett or even Peter Lynch will always say that diversification is the only free lunch in investing. So being in those companies um, and being concentrated in those companies in the JC would be obviously a bad investment approach, but one can't get it right all the time. So one just needs to maintain the investment 
strategy and be as diversified as possible across a number of companies and across a number of countries for the best outcome. The key findings of the Dalbar reports of the past 20 years is listed in this article from 2017, which was first published on Biz News. Maybe you could summarize the ones that you find the most important of those key findings. So I'm very passionate about investor behavior, which is why I did this report. Um, investor behavior is often overlooked. We do discuss being invested over the long term, and there's a lot of talk about fees or about active versus passive investing, but there's not a lot of discussion about what the investor behavior or the impact of investor behavior has on investment returns. And one of my favorite parts on the article I wrote is that, um, you know, the retention rates that, you know, that, that is typically associated with long-term investing yes. um, decreased from, you know, 4.19% um, to um, 4.19 years, sorry, to 4.10 years. So that's under five years. Um, in other words, we always know that five years in the investment industry is what's known as long-term investing. I prefer long-term investing to be 10 years plus, but for under five years is what the retention rate of a typical equity mutual fund is. And an equity mutual fund is meant to be held for the long term. This is quite an interesting one. That one of the points that you make, in or the report makes rather, in 2016, the 20-year annualised S&P return was approximately 8.19% to be precise, while the 20-year annualised return for the average mutual fund in the United States, obviously, uh, was only 4.67%, a gap of 3.5%. Now, 3.5% doesn't sound like a lot, but if you divide 3.5% by 8.9%, you'll see that that is a massive, massive discrepancy. Why is that? Is that because the mutual fund investor and investor behavior is erratic and keeps on switching in and out, as we said in our introductions? Exactly the reason, and that's what I'm passionate about. Um, People cannot stick or investors cannot stick most of the time to their strategy yeah. because certain things happen and it's it's very difficult. I mean, we saw the the virus hit and March the March lows, which took about a week to I mean, it was an extremely quick dip in the markets or market crash and it recovered extremely quickly. But you know, people did not know how the virus would affect um, everybody or how it would affect the world or global the global economy, or could it be the end of the world? And you know, one it's one it's, it's a very difficult situation to be in, especially if you don't have somebody to hold your hand to actually decide to remain invested. So that's also another one of my favorite points, because that gap between the mutual fund um, investor, what they um, actually achieved, and the S and P five hundred, um, and and as my report finds, is attributable mainly to that behavior of switching in and out more so than fees. Yeah, and if you look at this year, last year rather, 2020, this is particularly pertinent, this this point, which I like as well. Money market assets as, as a percentage of all mutual fund assets, or unit trusts as we would call them, uh, tend to increase substantially during periods of market downturn, but is only reinvested into the market slowly during market recoveries. So what people do is that they, they have a knee-jerk reaction, market falls as they did in March of last year, 2020, and then people pull their money out and put it in, into the money market, but only ease their way back in. So they, they rush out, but only sort of dawdle back in to the higher risk investments. Absolutely. Um, I must admit, I was one of the people who decided to 
invest as much as I possibly could afford to invest into the markets when there was a downturn. Well done. Not an easy thing, but I did it. <laughs> Congratulations. You went against the the herd instinct. Another one which is slightly contradictory to what we've been talking about is investors seem to chase the best performing funds, you say, which may not end up being a great strategy as this year's best funds can also be next year's worst funds. So is there a case then uh, when, a, when a fund has been doing incredibly well uh, to say, right, I've got to ease back a little bit on this one because this performance can't possibly last. Uh, so it's, uh, as I say, a slightly contradictory point if you see my point. I do see your point. I think what's important so is that's the other factor that investors just tend to move their, their money out of the current fund selection that they've chosen um, is they've been invested. Either they're, they're, in, they're, they're withdrawing out of their funds or they're switching out of their funds because there's a market downturn and uncertainty or they decide that 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 the fund that they've been invested in never performed as well as another fund in the same category, and they decide to chase that fund. But then the next year, that fund could be um, even worse performing. So it's just about you know being able to stick to that exact strategy and stick to that um, you know diversify yourself across fund managers. One doesn't have to be in the same fund that tracks the benchmark. One can divide it between two styles of assets um, of asset managers or ETF type of investments. Um, but yes, I, I see your point there. Yeah. Anyway, another fascinating sentence here, or two sentences actually, is as follows. Over and over you say, it emerged in Dalbar's report that the leading cause of the diminished return investors experience is their own behavior. Okay, so human beings, they're fragile creatures, as we know. Uh, so behavior is, in t is terribly important. You say that no evidence was found that poor investment recommendations were a material factor. So no evidence that, you know, for example, you know, your financial advisor would say, well, you've got to buy X asset class or, or X stock. It was the way that people handled themselves and the way that they behaved, which is terribly interesting to me. Yes, Lindsay, it is. Um, the investor report on the Delbar releases um, is mainly attributable to the American investor, but I mean, it's the same across the globe that we find. Whilst, yes, you can get poor investment advice or salesmen that sell you the wrong products, that does exist. Um, there was no evidence in this report when looking at how these funds churn and chop and change, especially over the crash from 1987 all the way to the financial crisis of 2008, that there was poor investment recommendations, just more about switching during those periods. And they've got those graphs that show how much funds went, how much money went out of those funds when the market went down and how much eased back when the market went up. And it just shows that um, we, we don't put enough emphasis on the investor behavior. Mm. Uh, voluntary investor behavior, talking about that, generally represents panic selling, excessively exuberant buying and attempts at market timing. So we, we, I think we're getting the picture here, Aaron. Uh, just maybe sum it up for us. Uh, even though this was written in 2017, it's probably even more relevant today. Absolutely, Lindsay. And I always tell you know clients or people that I meet, you know, if you are uncomfortable or you don't know what you're doing, speak to a qualified financial advisor or financial planner that understands what they're doing, that's objective, that's independent, that can hold your hand. And I'll, I'll make the comment that it's almost like, you know, that best investment is between the ears. It's your mindset. It's your willpower. And just like, you know, at the end of the day, you have a coach, whether it's in any sport that call it a team sport like football where you have to implement the game plan 
one in the investment strategy with their financial planner, who is the coach, um, is the ultimate person who helps you implement that game plan, holds your hand metaphorically when things are going bad, has an objective viewpoint, mm. and sticks with you along the way and cares about you. And that is what I, I feel is almost the coach in the investment side and helps the client get their goal. You say you had a golf coach and you say that uh, that golf coach told you that the most important club in your bag is between your ears. Uh, what separates the good from the great is the ability to stick to the advice of their coach and remain committed to their goal. Uh, so I, I think that's a good message. And I suppose that's a really good plug uh, for Brentus Wealth as well, uh, Aaron, and yourself. Hopefully you're, you're a club in someone's bag at the moment. <laughs> I am a club in many people's bags. Thankfully, I'm not the. My, I'm thankful that my my investment knowledge and advice is a lot better than my golf. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, I, I feel that also at the same time. I watched an interview with. Um, I, I sometimes watch uh, the UFC, which is the Ultimate Fighting Championships, and the the guy who won the the mixed martial arts um, championship. He said at the end of his interview, "I stuck to the game plan that mm. my coach." coaches gave me and that was the winning formula for me and I thought that was just just so reassuring um, because it's it's not easy um, to achieve but if you stick to that game plan you have the best possible chances of achieving your goal. Very good on that optimistic note we'll leave it thank you so much Aaron that's Aaron Ruttenberg who is from Brentus Wealth in Johannesburg and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentus Wealth an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.